0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tea with Tash podcast. I hope you're having a fabulous week so far. I know it's kind of been dark and gray and dingy, um, but it's also sweater weather. So don't be too sad because you can wear all your cute sweaters, all your cute sweatsuits. Bring on sweater weather, fall weather, super puffs, everything. Bring on the season. Um, I am so excited for you guys to hear this podcast. One, because this is my very first in-person live podcast. Um, Sydney from theworkinggirl.ca was so gracious to be all for an in-person podcast. And I was just so thrilled to set it up and have that in-person chemistry. Because as beautiful as Zoom is to have people from New York and New Jersey and California and... I've spoken to people from Australia who want to do podcasts and stuff like that. It's so different to have them in person and the chemistry is just way better. Um, I'm so grateful for all my guests. I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I'm like, but that energy is so cool. And on the flip side of that, Sydney was by far the coolest person to podcast with. She was real I actually had a very cool conversation with her after we had finished recording, um, just being genuine and giving me some tips and tricks and, um, chatting with her about what I had coming up and, um, she was just so, so nice for people who are not in any sort of like social media business, such as podcasting or influencing. Um, it's hard. We know we spoke about it on the podcast and you guys will listen to that here, but it is so difficult. Not difficult. It's just frustrating sometimes when you have a goal and it's, there's so many steps to get there. And if it was easy, everybody would do it, which is why I don't know a lot of other people who have a podcast. I mean, obviously the big people who are on big platforms, but for myself and I don't know a lot of people because it's not easy. It's hard to set up guests. It's hard to set up, in this case, a studio or have a space and make sure in these COVID times that you're socially distant. And thankfully, it was just us two. We were socially distant, so it was beautifully set up. But it's just this business is different. And because it's so new, you have to constantly adjust and you have to constantly think about your next idea. And people notice when you don't have ideas. And as a, I, I would think, creative person, it's so hard to come up with ideas. I mean, I barely know what I'm doing tomorrow for lunch, never mind what I'm going to plan for next week's podcast, you know? Um, but anyways, I was just so grateful to podcast with Sydney, to know Sydney. Um, I would consider you a friend now, Sydney. We're cool. Um and yeah, I'm just really excited for you guys to hear this episode. So we're going to take a quick break and then go right into the tea of the week. All right, you guys, thanks for the quick break. We're going to get right into the tea of the week. First story, Bethany and her boyfriend I can't even tell you his name, that's how irrelevant I think this guy is, Um, of two years are splitting up, which totally sucks, because this was the first guy that she had been with after Dennis, and for those who watch um, Housewives, I know I talk about it all the freaking time, and I have at least one Housewife story every week, because I love them, if you don't like it too bad, don't listen, Um, but if you guys know Real Housewives of New York, Bethany has been through so much with marrying jason and still married to him they're not even divorced yet to being engaged with dennis and unfortunately dennis passed and this guy is the first guy that she's been with since dennis passed which oddly i'm looking at his picture right now um kind of looks a little jason hoppy-ish and for those of you who don't know who jason hoppy is he's a fucking psycho um if there is anybody who i think Genuinely, should probably rot in hell. It should probably be him. He's put this woman through so much, and anybody who gives a woman that hard of a time with a divorce and your kid and all the bullshit, like, you have some serious issues. Um, But I'm sad for Bethany because I'm sure, as a real housewives fan and stand, um, and those who have watched this show, of course, Bethany is so iconic and genuine and real as fuck. And you just want nothing more than for her to find someone who she can be with and love and all that jazz. So I'm really sad for her that this happened. But you know what? One door closes and a window opens. So you never know. I'm excited to see what she does next. Story number two. Okay, kind of Housewives related. Again, sorry if you guys don't like it. Skip to the interview. Um, Paul Nassif, who used to be married to... Adrienne, she was on Housewives of Beverly Hills. They were divorced, or they are divorced. He married um, wife Brittany last year, and they announced earlier in the year that they were pregnant, and they finally welcomed their little baby girl into the world. Again, I know a lot about these people. Um, Paul was also on a show called Botched, where he helped fix people's bad plastic surgery, And on the show, you see that him and Adrian actually have all boys. So I'm sure for him, it's so nice to have a girl and to have that little, I'm sure this is his last child. I don't even know how old he is. He's definitely in his fifties, but God bless him. Um, his wife is beautiful. I'm sure this baby is going to be absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I'm so excited to see baby pictures once those come out. Um, not a long story. It's just, I thought we needed some good in the world and what better good news in the world than a baby, right? Oh my god, you guys, I'm sorry. I literally picked every housewife story this week. Cynthia Bailey from The Real Housewives of Atlanta is married in a beautiful, beautiful wedding dress. I mean, so Cynthia of her. Um, in her first wedding, she wore this stunning black with short hair. She was just so chic. Um, but this is beyond that. Elegant and beautiful. Um, 56% of you guys said it wasn't for for me. When it wasn't for you. I think it's absolutely stunning, and it's very Cynthia. Um, I'm sure with wedding dresses, you want something that screams your name, and this screams Cynthia Bailey. Some things that I've heard about this wedding is one, there was 250 people at this wedding in Atlanta, and from what I've been hearing is there are certain places in the states that um, are not as strict on having rules like we do here in Vancouver slash Canada. And I find that a little bit infuriating because I can't even imagine, I hope they didn't have any COVID cases from this wedding because it just looked absolutely stunning and you wouldn't want anything to tear that down. But 250 people in the middle of a global pandemic, like it's a little bit much, I think. Um, But aside from that, she looked absolutely stunning. I'm sure it's going to be on the new season of Real Housewives of Atlanta and I can't fucking wait because her last wedding was on the a season. So I'm sure this wedding is going to be 10 times better. Oh, maybe it won't be on the season. Cause I was actually just listening to another podcast, which shocker it's about Housewives, And, um, they said that because there were so many people, I don't think the crew and the producers went because there were so many people and they didn't want to put their team at risk for when they do start the new season. Makes sense. Last story, and I'm genuinely pissed off about this story, I'm not gonna lie. John Cena ties the knot with some girl who's not Nikki Bella. Okay, justice for Nikki Bella because all she wanted was to marry this guy and he totally fucked her. Sorry. He didn't want kids, he didn't want to get married, like completely stripped her of everything that she wanted, within reason. I'm not saying that he was you know, in an aggressive, abusive way, but he just didn't want it. And she did. And I'm, I don't even care about, not that I don't care about this story, but I chose this story because it angered me so much because I've watched Total Bellas and just to see them two together were so cute. And when he proposed, it was beautiful. And then for all of that to go to shit and they're not together, but now she's engaged and had a baby and now he's married. Like, it's so weird. Like if I was her sister, I would, beat the shit out of this guy I don't know anyways she's cute I guess I don't really have much to say I'm kind of pissed off about this I'm kind of pissed off at him like why would you do that you like said on this show that you were completely jaded from being married and then you you got married but I guess like love changes things I don't know but I thought you loved Nikki Bella and justice for Nikki Bella that's all I have to say about that dramatic pause. Today's guest is a social media influencer and the ultimate working girl. Sydney was born and raised in Vancouver. She started her blog as a university requirement and later continuing calling it theworkinggirl.ca. Her blog shares personal experiences, everyday style and beauty, product recommendations, and simple ways to refresh your space all with a realistic and attainable approach anyone can follow. While she firmly believes that you can build a life to be proud of without having to go overboard or over budget, please welcome Sydney from the TheWorkingGirl.ca. Welcome Sydney to the Tea Tash podcast. Thank you for being my very first in-person guest. Um, that is not related to me. My mom, my brother, everybody else has been on the podcast that physically lives in my home. Um, and to ni- anybody who's wondering, we are socially distant. <laughs> we are. Um, And I appreciate you coming out here because um, as a podcaster, it's very difficult to get guests. And I find that's the hardest part, especially in person. And I love that you were so for the in-person guests. So thank you so much. And I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Um, I want you to start off by telling us a little bit about you and just how you, how come you're here (laughs) kind of thing. Wow, that's a
1: loaded question. That's a loaded question,
0: I know. Where should I start? Way, way back? Yeah, just start with like who you are, what you're doing, tell us all about it. So everything. I'm
1: Sydney Sothias. My last name is Spanish. No one can pronounce it. I thought it was Greek. No, it's Spanish. I love it. But yeah, my husband can't even speak Spanish, so that's the funny part that's about fair. it. <laughs> um, I started blogging in university. Wow. I have a lifestyle blog called theworkinggirl.ca and I kind of just share a lot of my personal experiences, things that I'm trying and loving, things that I'm buying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of fun, and it's kind of been ever-evolving, and we are going through a lot of changes this year, which is really exciting, so next year should be a really good one for me and the and the blog, but, yeah, I, to go back, like, I first started blogging when I was in university as part of a requirement for a class. Wow.
0: Well, what are the chances of that? I to, know. From there to here, so far, that's crazy. Well, this was
1: back in, like, 2011, 2012. And I was doing my marketing degree, which was a big focus on social media, so part of that course was to, like, create a personal brand through a blog, and then just kind of, like, demonstrate how you're promoting yourself and your personal brand through all these different social platforms. Right. So, that's kind of where it started, and then I basically did that for the semester, and then I was doing the practicum, like final portion of my degree so mm-hmm. I actually put that blog t- on the back burner and finished my degree and then once I graduated I got hired on by an ad agency in Yaletown cool. in Vancouver which was very exciting I kind of thought that was like my be all end all um, I always have been extremely focused on like my career mm-hmm. and where I wanted to go and like building, climbing up that ladder, which I wasn't entirely sure what that looked like So I got hired on there, and at that time, I knew that I wanted to be in business and marketing, but I wasn't really sure what that looked like. I also quickly kind of realized that maybe an agency side of things isn't where I was going to be forever, although there was so much to learn there and so much that I've brought to what I do now, which is great, but I decided to kind of take that school project um, I called my friend. I got her to help me with the design. We did, We got, like, a free template. Yeah. I literally invested no money. That's what I've And done to this day, actually, I, I have a new website in development right now. And that's, like, the only money that I've really put into this. Yeah. <laughs> seven years later. So that just goes to show you that you can start from scratch. You don't need anything totally. fancy at all. Um, but, yeah, we rebranded that little school blog project. And then I created The Working Girl and I had no direction for that at all Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was doing I was just kind of happy to do it Mm -hmm. it was purely a hobby and something that I could do to kind of like blend what I was learning blend my passions of like clothes and fashion and interior design I thought I was going to be an interior designer at one point okay so it was just kind of a way to like encapsulate all of these different interests into one platform and I guess what I was thinking with that at the time, this is 2014 when I launched that, I was working at an ad agency and I just kind of figured, you know what, if I'm not gonna be here forever, at least I can kind of like work on this Mm -hmm. digital resume, if you will, Mm -hmm. and that will kind of be like my online sort of portfolio that I could kind of like take with me if I wanted to go somewhere else. I kind of saw myself being in the social space so that kind of was what happened. And then I was at the ad agency for almost three years, and in that time, I was seeing that, like, vlogging was becoming sort of a thing where you could mm-hmm. make money, money and you could monetize, and I was starting to see girls in the States and in Europe and, like, a handful, maybe, in Canada that were yeah. doing this, and so... I kind of just had that in the back of my head, and while I was working there, I'd gotten some opportunities to be paid, so I was really experimenting. And then in 2015, I quit my job and decided to do this full time wow. right before I got married.
0: Fabulous it feels like timing. Like
1: a in one <laughs> ago, but that's kind of me. So yeah, it's I'm all the same. Out.
0: I'm the same. Yeah. Well, we have the same fashion because we're wearing the same jacket. We're both wearing the jacket from it. Aritzia. We're best friend. I like that. I've only ever seen this one, which is How why... How did you get that one? Because I one had was on to pre-order it. I pre-ordered this in May. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I, I got it in say. July. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. But I like it. that color, too. I might need yeah, both. I have ordered that one. myself. <laughs> <so. laughs> <laughs> well, I like that it was something of a hobby, which is kind of what I like about my podcast, too, is it my hmm. creative outlet. And it's something that I'm hoping to be a little bit bigger. Like, I'm not being like, oh my god, I need to be the skinny confidential, but I would love yeah. to be the skinny confidential but that's it's so much harder than everybody thinks it is
1: i think you genuinely need to be obsessed with yeah, what you're doing totally otherwise yeah it's like if i were to look now like seven years in and be like oh my god you know i i, I could be very upset with not getting as far as maybe i want to be of in course that time yeah but it is it is so hard. And it it is, is so hard. It is a full-time job. Yeah. And it's ever-evolving, like I was saying, and it's ever-changing, and because it's yourself,
0: like... Yeah, you have to adjust, You're to, naturally
1: going to evolve and adjust yeah. and pivot as you go along, Yeah, and it's just kind of... And that's
0: what I find the hardest, too, is that when I have guests, like, what are they doing and how do they do it? And everybody does it so differently that, like... You can't follow one way to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's almost like take a little bit from this person, a little bit from you, and a little bit from her, and make your own. Kind of. I think that's why it takes so So many years to
1: really, like, I know for myself, it's taken me many years Mm -hmm. to figure out, like, how I want to speak. Like, in writing. Totally. Blog? How do I want to come through on the page? How do I want my imagery to, like to feel on the other side? There's a lot more that goes into it, and I think like as you evolve, you're always tweaking and changing, and that's totally. kind of the part that no one really sees.
0: Yeah, and that's the hard part. Even with podcasting, I find that it's hard to come up with content. It's hard to come up with like um, God bless my social media girl. She, Tash, I love you. Like she, and the fact that we have the same name oh is gosh. always really funny to me. Um, and a lot of people she told me like a lot of friends thought she was starting a podcast but it's just because we have the same name um but she saves my life because I could not do one single thing on my Instagram I'm a normal Instagram girl where I just post (laughs) like my one or two photos a year with a plain (laughs) caption maybe a little heart with a picture of my boyfriend and that's it or like my dog and it's so much more than that Mm -hmm. like even posting questions and stuff like we'll get into that later but It's just so much bigger than I thought it was. Like, I thought this podcast was just going to be simple. Okay, have people come in, no problem, ask them questions. But you forget that you have to come up with the questions. You forget that you have to figure out how you're going to do everything. And that's been my biggest adjustment is, okay, well, thankfully you wanted to, in person, how do I get there? How do we do this? Where do I do it? Yeah. Thankfully here at the Fountainhead Network, they um, (laughs) helped me set all that stuff up, and they have a beautiful space here for me. Um, but it's not as easy as everybody yeah. thinks. They think it's just like, oh, you want to be an Instagram girl, just post all, wear all your stuff from Aritzia. It's like, no, it's For not. sure, it's Thank not you. that hard. <laughs> it's not that. Like, come on, it's like a juggling act. I feel like. Yeah. And so, like,
1: you finally get like the two
0: balls going, yeah. and then you
1: got three balls and four balls, oh and you got
0: to keep them in the air. the air. Yeah, and I find sometimes I'm like, oh, that one almost touched the ground, but like yeah. you just run and grab it it's also just learning too totally and we've gotten so many questions for you on my instagram Amazing. first question is um when did you make the decision be- to become a full-time influencer so obviously you said that was right before your wedding but what was that like moment like for you that like i'm gonna quit my job and this is how it's gonna go okay. like how did your fiance feel at the time about that because that was another question we got is how did he feel about that
1: he's always been so super supportive I I think one of the things with me is that I'm very like I said I've always been very career driven I always knew that I wanted to have a big career Mm -hmm. I always knew that I wanted to build something I think for me that's kind of like the addiction of it is like building it for myself by myself um but he has always known that about me so I don't think he was entirely shocked when I planted the seed in his mind. You're like, "I'm going. Bye-bye." <laughs> I think he's just like go for it, you know, yeah. and like luckily, we've both been very like conscious of saving money and we don't spend like I know I get a lot of clothing gifted mm-hmm. and stuff, but we don't spend like a ton. We're not very frivolous. Yeah. Um we don't need a lot of things. So we just had to kind of make adjustments in the beginning cuz obviously there's many years in blogging where you don't make any money at all. percent yeah. So he was very good about understanding that and kind of understanding that this is a totally new landscape for me and for, like, the industry entirely. So there was no, like, notebook that shares how to do this and be yeah. a success. There's, yeah. no, there's no, like, guidebook telling you you know, instruction manual, how to make money. So you just, it's one of those things where you kind of just have to take the leap and having somebody there to support me was obviously, I I could not have done it without his support. I think it would have been really challenging.
0: Yeah. My boyfriend's the same. So we're both very lucky. And he was the one who showed me podcasts in the beginning. He's like, find a podcast. My first podcast I ever listened to was one about housewives Mm -hmm. and it's called bitch session. It's so funny. And it's literally something that I look forward to every Friday to listen to and when I told him that that's what I was thinking of he's like why not what do you have to lose yeah like you need one microphone and your computer and you're done
1: and there's so much opportunity so it's like do it so much and put in that time
0: yeah and like on top of it I mean I work full-time as well so I just try and balance everything yeah Uh, But how did your parents feel about it, too? Like, quitting your job that you, like, had gone to school for or something? Because my Mm. parents are very old school, and, like, my mom was, like, podcasting. What the hell is that? Like, (laughs) she had no idea. And then when she came on, she found that she also loved it. (laughs) And I was like, okay, Mom, Uh, this is... Move over, Mom. (laughs) I still think they don't
1: entirely understand everything that's involved. Yeah. I think that's normal. I mean, they're very supportive. Yeah. Again, I don't think they were that shocked. Oh, yeah? yeah? My mom
0: was like, what are you doing? Oh, what? Well, they were like, are you yeah. sure? Like, you yeah. want to throw
1: away your average, big <laughs> fancy jobs for that? Like, are you going to be able to sustain this when you're 50 or yeah. whatever? But I just feel like there's so much opportunity that goes totally. way, way, way beyond the typical, like, Instagram. Yeah. Ads like that's not my end game at, at all. all. Like that's I need to make money somehow, so that's yeah. great. And I would never steer my audience wrong in that. Of course. But that's not the end game. I think there's so much more opportunity beyond, beyond just Instagram.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, next question is: What tips do you have for new bloggers who want to make a career out of it?
1: Mm, I always say just to start. But I think like setting yourself up with some sort of consistency, Mm -hmm. even if it's like one blog post a week or every other week, just kind of like starting small and like building because like we were just talking about, it takes Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Well, it took me years to like build my blog to get it consistent where I'm consistently posting like two to three times a week.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah, that takes time, so... Yeah, because you need the content. You need, especially. I find for Instagram is the hardest because you need a picture to post or a video to post with it. And your mm-hmm. hair's not always gonna look
1: perfect. That's the other thing. You know, so many little. There's so that many go little into things to it, and I think that it's just it's important to not feel overwhelmed. No one know, knew what they were doing when they started. Hundred like, percent. Doesn't matter who you are, or what you're doing. Yeah. So you just kind of have to like figure it out as you go. But I think if you start, figure out what you're passionate about writing about, and then and then it'll kind of like come as you go. You'll figure out what imagery you want to do and what your style is and you'll just keep practicing and you'll get better.
0: <laughs> That's that easy. Everybody. It sounds it's really that simple. That but easy, it's that easy everyone. Just just start, okay? But you got to get going. But you got to put the work in. That's yeah. I find even prepping for podcasts like I do it every night before I go to bed. Yeah. I just spend like a couple hours and just Oh, one other thing I
1: would say to new bloggers or somebody who wants to become a blogger for a career. I I think Being a really supportive voice online for people that you like in the space that you listen to, your friends, or people that you're aspiring to be like, I think it it helps to like leave your mark on there. So if you're going on their page and they have a huge following, you're going to be there to show your support, but you're also going to leave your kind of stamp within that thread, which other people are going to see. So it's like a little trick for... For growth, but I think it's super important to build your relationships because Mm -hmm. a lot of this business, especially when it comes to getting paid and doing like paid partnerships, right? Is it goes back to the relationship and like you building that trust with that brand or that agency totally? And they're gonna want to work with you because there's so many people to work with, yeah. And you would be, yeah, you just never know, right? You never know.
0: Um, following that, the next question I have from another. Instagram is how does one profit from being a blogger? Obviously, that's from brands mostly, I would assume, right?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of different ways that bloggers get paid. Um, So I'm speaking more on like how I know I get paid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like it gets kind of blurry when we talk about like bloggers versus creators versus YouTubers. Yeah. Because there's like different ways to get paid. God, I can't even imagine YouTube. (laughs) But this is like we get paid by doing. Paid sponsorships, so like the sponsored ads that you see. Yeah. Um, we get paid through affiliate links, like, like to know it. So, like yeah. where did you get your That's jacket? A good one. Here's yeah. the link. I use that. Most bloggers um, earn a very small portion mm-hmm. of commission on that, but yeah. they do earn something. Um, other things are doing like capsule collections. I've done, a f- I think, four capsule collections in my seven years and basically creating like. A limited edition, exclusive line with another brand, right. where like they're kind of handling the manufacturing and all that, yeah, and, you and you're handi- handling design and yeah. marketing. Um, that's kind of a way to make money as well. So you would sell out. Like we've had, we did a jewelry capsule last year. We sold out a few times and ended up bringing bringing it back and nice. back and back.
0: It's finally gone now. But <laughs> another way to make money.
1: There's tons of ways to make
0: money. Yeah. What is like one of your favorite brands that you've worked with if you have one or a couple of I them? I have a lot of favorites. Um a lot of beauty brands I love like Wander
1: Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um that was founded by an ex Victoria's Secret model who's now a new mom. That's cool. And she's like gone off and made this clean brand. There's so many brands. Um, I'm just interested in working with partners who are thinking about this on like a long-term wavelength. Like I'm interested in building long-term relationships. So I I want to, when I work with a brand, I want to work with them throughout the year.
0: Yeah.
1: I am not really too fond of just doing like one random ad here and there. Post here and there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not for me. Mm -hmm. I get it, but it's just not for me. And so most of the brands that you see that i share on instagram or on my blog you'll see like i've been sharing them for years if not throughout the whole year so it's
0: it's but like you said that relationship is so important and like i myself and i would consider myself a very loyal person so if i like Mm -hmm. something i stick with it until the end of time i will never change that portion of whatever it is in my life yeah and that's also huge like you don't see stuff like that very often and I was like oh my god she's always posting about Wander Beauty and it's like well because she likes the brand she believes in it that's Mm -hmm. what you want as an influencer and I feel like sometimes on a viewer point it's hard to be like oh my god she posts about it again it's like some people post about it all the time whereas like yours are very spaced out and like well put thank you I'm just trying to think of what annoys me when I see (laughs) other people (laughs) exactly yeah and that's like the thing I have issues with social media because I don't post a lot of, like, videos and stuff of myself where it's, like, my partner's like, Tash, you need to start taking pictures of yourself or we need to do something because you need to be on this brand. It's your name on there. Yeah. i like, I know, but I'm not ready. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, you need to start showing your face because it's part of your brand. People will make relationships with you, not with your cartoon person on your podcast. Like, Yeah, face. <laughs> and I think it's
1: nice when brand. Like, I think this is where my a- advertising experience comes in handy is, like... I am happy to, like, create those relationships. And
0: seeing the other side of it kind of helps, too. Totally. Um, Next question is, tips for getting in touch with brands to sponsor you? Mm hmm Like, do you... Have you ever reached out to brands? And, like, if so, how did you do that?
1: I've been really lucky in terms... Do you mean in general?
0: I think it's just... I think it's just in general. With brands to sponsor you. So I'm guessing this person wants... To reach out to brands,
1: yeah, I think to have
0: them sponsor them
1: at the end of the day, like you want to focus on the relationship and mm-hmm. like know that the money will come later, totally. Uh, I think if you go into it thinking asking about money. for money, yeah. I think you're gonna get hard now, and yeah. like you might get no's along the way. I've gotten plenty of no's, and that's yeah. not the problem, but I think like if you're showing that you're you genuinely really love the product or the brand or what the brand stands for and you genuinely are reaching out and trying to build that long term relationship Mm
0: -hmm.
1: they'll probably send you something you can test it out again it's like building the relationship just like in any other job things don't happen overnight Mm -hmm. so you need to figure out ways to show that brand that you're invested and that they can in turn invest in you and also like if you like a brand and you want to work with that brand show them some love on social media or go and review their products or go and review their YouTube video whatever it is Mm -hmm. just kind of like put your name on there and show your support get their their attention a little bit because it's one thing to send an email but it's another thing to really have that 360 like I
0: am here for this that's a good idea I never even thought of that (laughs) (laughs) Um, flipping over to maybe your style more um, this person says I love your style what would be your three favorite places to shop
1: Mm, Aritzia is one of them. (laughs) I love Aritzia. Um, I like Shopbop because I love their, like, I love what they carry. I find them a little bit pricey. Yeah. They are having a huge sale right now, though, Mm. so I'm going to put all of my, (laughs) I'm going to put all of my picks on the vlog. but I love Aritzia. Is that a website, Shopbop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have really, really cute stuff. What's another one? I love Zara. I love... Yeah so many i am a big athleisure person
0: oh my god like uh, thank god that you said that yeah i've always been (laughs) like a leggings joggers runners Covid has not changed me like this is like this is it this is it yeah these pants like they're like leather joggers from zara they were like 30 bucks this is like the best 30 (laughs) dollars i ever spent i wear them with like high-waisted i wear them high-waisted i wear them tucked in i wear them like just his pants they're just so versatile and then with runners i just i can't wear
1: i haven't worn heels i don't even know the last i don't think i've worn heels since
0: like march one
1: other brand i love obsessed i wear their stuff all the time Mm -hmm. um brunette the label i love them i have a couple of their sweatshirts
0: super comfortable in their
1: hoodies like live i really want this is the
0: shirt is it it's so cute yeah they have some really cute stuff i really want their um I was just looking at their, oh my gosh, what's it called? Their Juicy Couture tracksuit. My family has this really funny tradition where my uncle always wears a velour tracksuit to Christmas. Any holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas. If it's like a really big family event, like a birthday or dinner, he wears a velour tracksuit because he knows he's going to eat. Oh my God, yes. We were just like the Boca tracksuit, except now he wears an Adidas one because, you know, he's got to level up. Um, (sighs) But we were talking at Christmas, we're like... We're all going to wear velour tracksuits. Like, I don't care what I have to do to find one. And I found the Juicy Couture one. I'm like, oh, my God, that is so freaking cute. And I then I think I have my old Juicy. I never I, had I, one. Oh, I had many. I never had one. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I knew they were really big when I was in high school, and then I just never wore them. I was a big Lululemon girl, so Juicy Ooh, was like that yeah. terry cloth, or it was like the velour. Oh, yeah. And I would, like, sweat, like, crazy, I swear, if I had one. And I'm sure that when I do buy that juicy one... I love it. um, ...with the brunette, the label down the side, I will probably sweat in it, but it will be the best sweat And we will be waiting
1: for your Instagram photo.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's going to be a family photo, for sure. (laughs) Like, the whole family showed up, my aunt and her kids and her husband showed up in, like, all velour tracksuits, different colors, and just, like, showed up to Thanksgiving, like, let's eat. Oh my god, I love that. Like, that's the kind of vibe I'm looking for. (laughs) They're, like, I can't. I can't be caught dead in a pair of jeans. I haven't worn jeans in, like... Oh, my God. I swear to God, last Christmas. I swear. Uh, yeah. Like, no. No. I'm not into it. I can't be bothered with, like... I just can't. It just <laughs> bothers me. It bothers me so much. I actually had to sell my Aritzia leather leggings because they did not stretch. Oh, my The God. first pair I bought stretched. This is a really funny story. The first pair I bought stretched... <laughs> So much so that oh. I needed to buy a new pair because they were too big. So I sold them. Facebook Marketplace, whatever. Yeah. Then I bought the same size in the short leggings because I'm short. I'm, like, mm-hmm. 5'1". I'm not very tall. And they did not stretch at all. I'm, like, oh, my God, I can't breathe in these pants. They're so cute, but I can't fucking breathe. And then I sold them again because I just could not be bothered. And I found oh the perfect God. ones at Garage. Okay? it's not, Oh, there you go. It's not always Aritzia, everyone. <laughs> it's not... These, these leather pants from Zara are a quarter of the price of the ones at Aritzia. I know, but the only
1: thing is... But Aritzia's got is such amazing Aritzia, quality. Yeah, the quality, and that's mm-hmm. like at the Netta label, is
0: like totally you a little bit more, mm-hmm.
1: but I know that Miriam spends so much time yeah,
0: putting sourcing in, her yeah.
1: materials so that, that
0: they last. I want her as a guest one day. You? Done. I think she would... She'd i, lo- I'm I sure think she would love that. I think she'd be so cool to have on just, like, business and oh stuff like God. i'm not a business person i don't consider my podcast a business i just consider it as a passion project and something i like to do mm-hmm. um which I, f- I don't make any m- money off of yet 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 and i put it word. out there i put it out there i was actually just talking to a girl um who's like really into um meditation beads and stuff and she was talking about the new moon or mm-hmm. full moon and she's like great time to meditate, like put yeah. stuff out there and i like I was sitting in my room, I'm like, listen, this is what I want, okay? (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it's a real thing. It totally, it's so crazy. And I just, I'm also a huge believer in, like, when one door closes, another one opens. Absolutely. And, like, recently I've been going through, like, such a transition at work where I've, like, applied for things and just it hasn't happened. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, maybe this is my chance to, like, just work on this podcast and just keep doing what I'm doing Yeah. and something big will happen. Like, I'm such a big believer in it. 100%. So, I'm just like fingers crossed like italians were very superstitious so i'm like like in our little (laughs) hand (laughs) movements and gestures and my friends think i'm crazy but no anyways sorry to go off on a tangent there um one of your favorite places in vancouver slash most instagrammable place to eat walk etc that's a loaded question (laughs) 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 so your favorite everything (laughs) to eat i love kokomo They have a few different
1: locations downtown. One in North Bend is all plant based. So it's super healthy, super yummy. Um, I love Cafe Medina for Mm. their
0: waffles. Yes. Chocolate sauce. So good. Um, What else? I'm a big breakfast person. Yeah, so good. I don't like to make breakfast, but I like to go out for breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love Taco Fino too. I just went for the first time last year. Um, one of my good friends and I went to the Caitlin Bristol podcasts, oh, like yeah. podcasters she had downtown and we went there before. <gasps> Again, wearing those leather pants I could not oh, breathe. Oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> I could not breathe, but they were so good. <laughs> they have the
1: best nachos ever. Oh my, I don't and think Hugo's have the Mexican
0: is also really, really Where's good.
1: Where's that one? They have one in Richmond and one in Langley, I think. Yeah. They have
0: really good tortilla soup. So I guess like the basis of this question is your most Instagrammable places? Instagram yeah these are all Instagram they're all okay good oh yeah Ooh. I might have to take your tips on that one <laughs> my social media girl's just like just get some pictures of you I'm so sick of looking at your stupid little like your <sighs> logo get some ah. pictures of you I'm like okay I'm trying <laughs> on <laughs> no, your sh- podcast yeah because on my Instagram she yeah. um she when we met for our last meeting she's like we need more of you your actual face and then that Saturday I did like my first like Instagram like story video of my face and mm-hmm. she's like see was that so hard I'm like did you see how many videos I just sent you I just sent you twelve videos <laughs> I know it's a practice it, it totally a long is long time and it's funny for me because I'm not generally a nervous person and like I'm very open like we yeah. just met and I'm just like chilling but something about being on the like know, on it's this platform is so awkward yeah. I can't figure it out like it's people not are normal. staring at me in my car and I guess I have a filter leave me normal. alone <laughs> it's not a normal life it's by not. any means. <laughs> It's really not. No. Um, this next question is good, and I actually would have asked you this if this person didn't ask before. But how do you find balance with your work life and your home life? Mm,
1: that is a very good question. <laughs> They're kind of like one and the same, mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't know. It's kind of weird for me. Because my brand is like a personal brand, I feel like it kind of doesn't stop. Right. But I do try to put like limitations on the phone. Yeah, I make dinner every night Mm -hmm. for my husband and I. When he gets home from work, like around like four thirty ish, I'll like put my phone down. I'll like tidy up the house. I'll make dinner. We sit down. We have dinner. I usually will work after like we've watched a show or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I try to have like a couple of hours at least together every day where we're like not on our phones. Phones, I know that's my biggest problem. My biggest problem. I'm just, I'm just, like, so excited about building everything that, and all these, like, little tiny things that probably no one else sees. But, of course. I just, like, could spend every minute, like,
0: doing that. Totally. So
1: I have to, (laughs) I have to watch it a little bit. But, I don't know. I think we do pretty
0: good. I try. Yeah, I find my phone is a big issue, especially because there's so much going on, like, messages or DMs or emails or, like... This person, like, I actually had a guest not show up for, like, our Zoom meeting, Mm. which was so disappointing. Um, and I was like, that's, like, time that I could have used to prepare for another thing or do other things, and I just find, like, stuff like that, like, irks the crap out of me, because I'm like, I was so excited for this one, and, like, now I have to reschedule it and, like, whatever. I I mean, this person was not feeling well, so I totally get it, but I was like,
1: ugh. You're constantly putting out fires
0: constantly and yeah. I find as a new ish person like on mm-hmm. podcasting and social media it's so much harder like yeah to reach out to people like you are great in responding to emails and stuff like I'm very well aware that not everybody will respond to me but I've had some really cool like people who have reached out to me where I was like oh my god you want to be on my podcast like okay sure <laughs> Um, like, Helay or Hilai, um that we had her on last week, she's, like, a spiritual love healer. Mm. And she's, like, I really want to come on your podcast. Like, I feel like this is something I need to do. And I'm, like, okay. Oh, my god! And I got, like, a two-part episode out of her. And she was just so full of information. Like, I've never seen anything like it. To the point where, like, my Zoom actually wouldn't work because she was, like, <laughs> there's so much energy here. Like, I just oh can't my. get through it. And so because she was on New York time, I had mm. to get up, like, three hours earlier. So a couple yeah. times I woke up at, like, 8 o'clock, like, my Zoom would not even connect. And it's Weird. connected with everybody else. It was, I tried going to my aunt's house to record. I tried going to my boyfriend's house. Like, it was just so aggressive. That's why I didn't want to do that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I seriously yeah. appreciate it because it's not easy being on Zoom. No, it's I, not. I can't, I can't do it well, anymore. Let's see,
1: like, think about all of the... Challenges that you're going through right now in light of COVID and everything that's going on, it's only going to make you come out that much better because you've had to figure it out, and like it's not that easy.
0: I know everyone's like, Well, you chose a really good time to start a podcast (laughs) because everyone's home, but yeah, exactly. Like, I and why not? I literally started it, I think, the week before we went into lockdown. Oh my god, like I put out my first episode, and it was just me just chatting about what I was going to do or how I was going to do things or whatever and it was like a five minute episode I think and everyone was like oh my god we're going into lockdown and like all of a sudden my views went from like 70 to like 300 and I was like Mm -hmm. holy because no one else has anything to do (laughs) and you're a really good example of
1: like just starting Starting. going for it yeah
0: I was really nervous like I actually remember sitting at a friend's house and I was like what do you guys think and they were helping me make my first logo like the the logo you see now is my second logo Mm mm-hmm um, but the first logo, one of my good friends helped me make it, and she was trying to help me find a name, and it was so hard to find a name. Like the working girl is like .ca is perfect. Like oh, thank it's you. such a perfect little name. And I was like, well, maybe I'll do Tequila with Tash because so I was like, I'm a big Tequila girl, and yeah. like now because i I've not gonna love w- the T. The T. Th- it's very me. So I'm cute. a very like I like to talk about things, whatever yeah. it is. Like today we we're talking about social media influencers and stuff like that, and like the next will be, like, about these meditation beads that the lady I had last week. Like, it's just so different, and everybody's tea is different. Mm -hmm. Some tea's cold, some tea's hot, some tea's piping hot. Which is kind of
1: nice, because you have something for everybody.
0: Something for everybody. Yeah. Or I try to anyways. I love that. (laughs) But I like enjoying, like, I'm sure, like, your family enjoys your Stuff that you post and like your Mm -hmm. blogs, and like that's something that people your parents can show other people physically when they're with people. My Mm -hmm. mom's like, Did you see my daughter's podcast? (laughs) And it's right here. This girl right here, yeah, that's her. I'm like, Mom, she's like, What who's on your pod? I'm like, Mom, it's okay, it'll all become (laughs)
1: clear eventually. That's what I keep
0: telling myself. One day they'll all understand, yeah. And like, sometimes my dad will be home, I'm like, I have an interview, he's like, Oh, with who? And I'm like, No, for my podcast, dad. He's like, Oh. I was like, so shh, don't. It work sounds b- like
1: such a joke, but people honestly don't realize how lucrative the podcasting business is. Especially and How
0: big it is right now. How
1: crazy busy and so many it's opportunities. So
0: I didn't realize how big it was until I started. And then when I started, I follow um, Dear Media. Yeah. And they are, for those who don't know, is like a female based podcasting platform where most of them are females. Mm-hmm. And it's huge Mm -hmm. like they said it's gonna be like an eight billion dollar business yeah like that's crazy and my mom's like are you sure you want to she's like I know you're not gonna quit your job yet or anything like that but like are you sure I'm like mom if I can get a little piece of that eight billion dollars I fucking deserve (laughs) it a little crumb I just want like one little like point zero percent that's all I want okay some interest-free point zero percent and
1: that's fine and while everyone else is to get going totally. because there's so many other people yeah fish in the sea mm-hmm. right like you're you're hustling you're out there you're yeah you're doing interviews every week you're building every week, every week. if not like weeks go by and they all
0: add up yeah right? i don't you don't realize it and then actually last night when i was prepping for our stuff i was like holy shit i'm almost at 30 episodes Yeah, exactly. like and that was me with taking a month off wow i took a awesome. month off in between like i think july and august just because i needed to reset and mm-hmm. tash and i went over all of our stuff that we were gonna like rebrand with and it just i haven't stopped and i feel like when i do stop i'm like oh i'm so tired so i constantly keep myself going or else i find i get into like a funk where i'm just like ugh, i don't want to do this yeah i get tired i don't know if it's like the covid I tired or i don't maybe, know what it maybe maybe you're just getting burnt out i maybe i used to get
1: like that and how
0: did you deal with that
1: I had to figure out what I needed to do every day in yeah. order to get my mental state into, like, a good place. Yeah. Not that I'm, like, a negative
0: person no. at all. No, me neither.
1: But I just have learned about myself that, like, I literally have to, like, do some sort of movement in, in the morning. Totally. I, you know, if I don't drink my water in the morning, mm-hmm. then it's probably not going to go well for me the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah, yeah. If I, I don't know, I just kind of have learned, like... To listen to my body, totally. if that sounds weird. Yeah, and, like I know what I need. If I if I feel like that, mm-hmm. I literally just kind of stop what I'm doing if I can. Yeah, and I just kind of take a couple like hours. I know when I'm not productive. Yeah, and when I'm yeah. not productive, I know I need to like, okay, Chill turn out. this off, yeah. go have a bath, read a fucking book, or just do something, do something yeah. to take yourself out of that, Totally. and then naturally you'll just like recharge and feel motivated again, because mm-hmm. I used to get like that a lot too.
0: Yeah, I've recently started to feel like, not tired, but like, I usually, I work a lot of evening shifts, so I'll yeah. start like at 3 or 4 in the afternoon and work till 11 or 12 midnight, and I'll go home and do like an hour of just emails or prep for the next day or whatever and uh and then I'll get up at like 9 nine thirty, 30 which to me is early like before for people who knew me I would sleep till like 11 or 12 <laughs> oh my goodness which was a dream I love sleeping <laughs> sleep what's I your could... sign I'm a Taurus. oh okay I like could sleep all drop drop a hat no problem yeah like too. if I got comfortable here this wall is really <laughs> I could sleep no problem like I have My boyfriend looks at me and he's like, are you sleeping? I was like, yes, I'm sleeping. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, I find that I'm getting a little bit tired. So I'm hoping that... I think now that I've had a good couple interviews under my belt that I've prepared for, I can kind of chill out in those weeks and just like... Exactly. Fly by a little bit. Yeah. Um, So yeah. It's it's hard because people don't realize that this industry burns you out too. being creative is it's tiring (laughs) it really is i know i've come up with like a bunch of ideas for like episodes i want to do and i'm just like batch them yeah yeah and i'm just like just for a rainy day if i need something like just Mm -hmm. in the back of my head and i'm like oh my god i'm so tired okay we're talking about this today (laughs) i was
1: asking about your sign because i feel like i'm very like energetic i don't Mm -hmm. know like my energy is, like, what I'm listening to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when my energy plummets, yeah. that, that's when I know to do those things. So mm. you sound like you're very similar to
0: me. Yeah, I'm when I'm on, I'm on. Like, yeah. I will go on my phone, on my computer, with my iPad yeah. going, and I just have, like, this whole, like, you should see my bed. It's crazy. I have, like, everything in a circle. Mm-hmm. And then my dogs try to, like, jump on yeah. the bed. I'm like, hey, dudes, not right now. Like, <laughs> we got shit to do. Or, like, when I have an interview, and I'm like, we're not gonna bark okay oh, god like we are not barking and i just throw them outside i'm like just do whatever you want i don't yeah. care oh my god <laughs> i have three and they're just like crazy oh my god i have one and i know my last
1: podcast recording <laughs> i did do on a zoom oh god bark no he doesn't really bark he just kind of like wandered into my office yeah mine like scratches under at the doors. doors yeah god.
0: he scratches at doors and i'm like god i love you but stop scratching the door I'm like you better hope they don't hear you <laughs> like uh-huh. or they'll sit and just be quiet it just depends on the guest oh. but if i'm recording with someone in the house like my mom or my dad which i've done um, interviews with them for like mother's day and stuff yeah. like that they're like all need to be in the room with us at the same time i'm like don't miss really out. and then they're licking i'm like stop licking the microphone like, so, like it's very distracting. it's very distracting you don't realize how much is distracting when you're oh, trying yeah. to focus on something yeah. i feel like i have like ADD where I'm like what (laughs) squirrel dog okay doorbell like UPS had to come right now like oh my gosh yes anyway that's where we'll leave it I'm so excited that we got to do this I'm so grateful that you came to meet me um and this was such a fun conversation so thank Thank you. you um let everybody know where they can find you read your blog and anything you want to plug oh wow um thank you so much for having me and thank you
1: for letting me come oh my God, here yes. to the studio to studio thank you. um you guys can follow along on instagram at theworkinggirl.ca and that is also where my blog can be found theworkinggirl.ca see it's just as simple
0: as that you guys <laughs> all you have to do is start well thank you so much um thank you. and we'll hope to have you back soon Thank you, everybody, for listening to my episode with Sydney from theworkinggirl.ca. Like I mentioned earlier, she was so much fun to chat with and just genuinely taught me a lot in the 45-minute conversation afterwards that we had had. Um, So I definitely look up to someone like this, and I'm really glad that we got to meet. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have any suggestions, people you want to see, any tea that you guys want to spill, please head to at Tea tash Podcast on Instagram and DM me. Let me know what you think. Also, if you love this interview, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you guys get your podcasts. I am so excited to have you guys see what I've lined up for you guys come the next couple months into the new year. And yeah, I'm just so excited. So Until next week, sit back, relax, and leave spilling the tea to me. Bye, guys.